Warning, warning, there is nothing wrong with your podcast. Do not attempt to adjust the volume. Ben and Noah is controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we'll make it louder. If we wish to make it softer, we'll make it softer. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you hear. Welcome aliens, reptiles, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, reptilians, and humans. I am your host, Ben Capetillo and Noah Capetillo. You are listening to Ben's and Noah's Conspiracies. Sit back and relax and let your brain peel away the mysteries of the world. The place is here. The time is now. And the journey into the shadows that we're about to hear could be our journey. Time, a handy fiction to explain why everything doesn't happen all at once. Or maybe you and I are the fiction. Moving minute Minute by minute. Hey, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You're listening to Ben and Noah's Noah's Conspiracy Theories. Boom. Hey, so Noah, I know it's been two weeks or three weeks since the last time that we had um, a good conversation, but this one's going to be an exciting one because we've had a listener write to us asking us to talk about Candle Cove, sorry, I just I dozed off for a bit. But yes, Candle Cove. This is an obscure piece of media that was an online creepypasta horror story written by a web cartoonist named Chris, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but Straub, in 2009. 2009. So Candle Cove came out in 2009 by Creepypasta, mm-hmm. correct? And Dad, I want you to ask me a question. Yes. Or I'm going to ask you a question, my bad. So... Whenever I was little, or when Benny would come around, was did me and him ever look at the TV and we would watch nothing but static and just talk to you about how there was this show, but you could never see it. We would just be watching static. Um, you probably did. Well, that's what Candle Cove is. It could only be viewed by a small group of people, predominantly children. Any adult who sees it will just see a bunch of static on the screen or a black TV. Kids, however, the selected group of people, will watch a show that will leave them scarred. Ooh. So I have a very interesting story that's eight minutes long about this topic. Now, I could either read it out and we could talk about it, or you want to start with something first and then we go from there. Well, Candle Cove was, it, there was an episode, and this episode is very obscure. Like, there's not really much to on it, but it was an episode of the cast, and the cast, some of them are children, screaming. Ooh. Like, they're burning in hell, in agony. I think the show's nickname was the kids' cartoon Straight Out of Hell. Man, this is almost sounding like the what we talked about. 
when we talked about um, that mouse theory? The cartoon cat? You know how cartoon cat? I mean, that guy literally came straight out of hell. I mean, if you remember talking about him, that man was a demon, especially when he did tell a little girl. Oh, Jesus man. Christ, and we man. played a lot of different things. So this is almost similar to what I was reading about for what I was studying about this topic. This actually, you know, reminds me of that. The scariest thing is, is that this show isn't just some creepypasta made up either. There are actual episodes. You can go on YouTube and search up Candle Cove episodes, and there's a playlist with about, I think, nine episodes. Wow. So let me read this. It's about eight minutes long that I, that I was in very interested in. I really wanted to make this known, and we could talk about it. You ready? Mm -hmm. It comes most often at night. That niggling memory downing in some corner of your mind like a rodent chewing the corners of the drywall. The memory of some brightly lit cartoon funland or a world of puppets. A memory of a TV show you would watch seated cross-legged on the living room floor with fixed attention only a child can give. Attention that you wish now you perhaps hadn't given so friendly for there is something about that show something about that this music the details of the characters their motivations and the storylines the fixed mechanical grinds that seems looking back to be all together too sinister to be a children's show you try to block that memory out yet it's back in your mind, most often at night. The puppet's fixed, keeps on smiling. That smiling figure in your mind as you close your eyes. Candle Cove is a widely known and popular creepypasta about a fictional television series recollected by a number of posters on a childhood form. As the posters share their recollections, the things they collectively remember become more and more sinister with the characters featured clearly being unsuitable for children's viewing. Notable examples are the laughing stock, the boat that is alive and sports a huge mouth, Parents, horrible, a one-eyed character with two large teeth, and most famous, a skeleton character known as the skin taker who wears the flesh of children over his naked bones. Harley, Sesame Street, is it? Then you want to talk about anything before I move on? Uh, the skin feeler. When I was watching the episode, I was kind of like, man, I, I, I hope I didn't see this when I was little. Because, I mean, I was at the time, this since came out 2009. I don't know what month. But I would be one at the time. So I hope that I didn't see that episode because I'm not going to lie to you, Dad. When I was little, I don't really think it was a good idea giving me internet access. I know we had the family computer and all, mm -hmm. but I have watched some unholy stuff when I was little that even still at the back of my mind is still there. Really? Some characters have always just stuck with me. Like, you know, the friendly 
Sonic, you know, the blue hedgehog, the blue blur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made that man evil. And there was an animation to where he killed his friends. And I watched it when I was little. I probably shouldn't have watched it, but I was a kid. Curiosity got, got the best of me. Ooh. But continue. But no, I mean, so now these, these um, different forms that people have wrote remembering this when they were kids. Um, like, for instance, this one... Let me see. This one was Sky Shao 033. Talks about Candle Cove as a kid. Does anyone remember this kid's show? It was called Candle Cove, and I must have been six or seven. I never found a reference to anywhere, so I think it was a local station around 1971 or 1972. I lived in Ironton at the time. I don't remember which station, but I do remember it was on a weird time like at 4 p.m that was one person another person mike painter 65 he writes it seems really familiar to me i grew up outside of an ashland and i was nine years old candle cove was about pirates i remember a pirate migrant at the mouth of a cave talking to a little girl and there's another one called sky shall he writes yes okay i'm not crazy I remember Pirate Percy. I was always kind of scared of him. He looked like he was a, built from parts of other dolls, real low budget. His head was an old parkline, uh, parcelain baby doll. Looked like an antique that didn't belong on the body. I don't remember what station this was. I don't think it was that, though. Ooh. So... There's a lot of different people writing about this, you know, like another one right here. Sorry to, sorry to rehab everybody's memories. Come back to this. This old thread, but I know exactly what the show you mean. I think Candle Cove ran from only a couple of months, you know, in 71, but not 72. I was 12 and I watched a few times with my brother. It was on channel 58. Whatever station that was, my mom would let me switch to it. After the news, let me see what I remember. It took place in Candle Cove, and it was about a little girl who imagined herself to be friends with pirates. The pirate ship was called the Laughing Stock, and a pirate Percy wasn't a very good pirate because he got scared too easily, and there was uh, music constantly playing. Don't remember the girl's name, Janice or Jade or something. I think it was Janice. Yeah. So there's a lot of people talking about it who does remember the show and how freaky and creepy it was. You know, the origin and development. Unlike most creepypasta that by their very natures involved out of the com- of numerous posters who over time sculpt and shape the narrative into a present form, adding, removing, altering details until a collective version of the story or a character is formed. Candle Cove can be traced back to a single author who initially presented the entire story as a finished piece and later released the story. So, this was something that everybody remembers and how creepy it was, especially the porcelain doll. Do you remember anything about it then? No, I sure don't. But man, after seeing a couple, man, it was very interesting, very creepy. Um, you know, what's interesting about this particular story, however, is Mira. 
Meta, I'm sorry, Meta. Because when you consider that the story was inspired by creepypasta genre as a whole, and that it's way to becoming a popular creepypasta itself, it successfully imitated the way that other creepypastas are formed. Wait, I'll explain this. Candle Cove is written in what is known as epicelemptary form. This basically means made up from correspondence between different characters where the main plot is revealed or played out by interactions between them. Back in the day, this usually referred to letters between the characters or extracts from diary entries. Think of horror classic like Dracula. It isn't written as a third-party narrative and then walked up to creepy old castle, but is pieced and pierced together from letters, telegrams, and diary entries. Collections of episodes, therefore, comes all together. Ooh, man. This is getting very creepy. What do you think, son? Uh, I mean, I'm a kid, dad. Like, I'm still technically within the range of this show, right? Mm-hmm. You see, this is why I never watched TV when I was little. You know, you know this reminded me a lot of, dad? What? Uh, I'm trying to remember this. Uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Right? I watched that show... That was like one of the only shows I watched when I was a kid because I, I never really watched shows. But looking at Candle Cove gave me this uneerie feeling of just Jake and the Neverland Pirates. And if you know the, the original story behind Peter Pan mm-hmm. was not a good story. It was delusional and it was messed up. And I don't know how they even let it air on Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I mean, I know that's not the topic, but I'm going to tangent off a little bit. I think Peter Pan used, like, he used to torture kids. And you know Captain Hook? Mm-hmm. He was supposedly one of the kids that survived, but he lost his arm. So in the show, he's trying to help Jake and the rest of the crew away from Peter Pan. But Peter Pan's manipulating the children and thinking that Captain Hook is the bad guy. Ooh, man. So here's a little snip. Let me see if I can get it going. Bear with us. Remember Candle Cove? That show gave me the worst nightmares. It can make people do things. It's not just a TV show. The kids will see it. These kids are hurting someone! Just like we did. I mean, this honestly plays onto the trope of um, childhood, like, fear. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, whenever you're an adult and you get scared, I mean, it's not that bad because you're, you're an adult. You know, you're, you're grown, you're matured. You can probably handle it. But imagine as a kid who has, who's not mature, easily susceptible to a lot of things, watching a show that's terrifying, creepy, and you should not be watching it. No. Straight out of hell. Does anyone remember this kid show? It was called Candle Cove, 
and I must have been six or seven. I never found reference to it anywhere, so I think it was on a local station around 1971 or 1972. I lived in Ironton at the time. I don't remember which station, but I do remember that it was on at a weird time, like 4 p.m. It seems really familiar to me. I grew up outside of Ashland and was nine years old in 72. Kennel Cove. Was it about pirates? I remember a pirate marionette at the mouth of a cave talking to a little girl. Yes, okay, I'm not crazy. I remember Pirate Percy. I was always kind of scared of him. He looked like he was built from parts of other dolls. Real low budget. His head was an old porcelain baby doll. Looked like an antique that didn't belong in the body. I don't remember what station this was. I don't think it was WTSF, though. Sorry to reservate this old thread, but I know exactly what show you mean, Sky Shell. I think Candle Cove ran for a couple of months in 71, not 72. I was 12 and I watched it a few times with my brother. It was channel 58, or whatever station that was. My mum would let me switch to it after the news. Let me see what I remember. It took place in Candle Cove, and it was about a little girl who imagined herself to be friends with pirates. The pirate ship was called the Lapping Stock, and Pirate Percy wasn't a very good pirate because scared to eat. So that was part of what what I remember, um, the little bit of it. You have to go inside. Hey, I'm Sapphire. Want to hear something scary? <laughs> The shows you watch as a kid can have a lifelong impact on you. In this next chapter, I will be sharing a forum thread about a mysterious children's show that a So, this is a lot of things about what a lot of people remember what they were writing about when they were kids seeing this show. You know, this is reminding me of, there was a picture I also saw when I was a little kid. I think I did hear some things about Candle Cove. But my mind can never really register it as a child, since my mind was so, you know, crazy, I could think about a thousand different things at once. You know, about all these, excuse me, about all these episodes coming from hell and stuff like that, there was this one picture I did remember. It was of, I think, of a character, a candle cove. His, he had like, how do I say this? He had a mustache, I think. His mouth was like teeth. It was really, really weird. And he was just terrifying. He looked like he was just, like he wasn't even meant to be in the show for Christ's sake. Wow. This reminds me of another picture too. Dad, are you familiar with Gromit? Gromit, no? It's like, um, hold on, let me, let me, let me pull out a picture of it because I think you would know about this. Let me see. This guy right here, Dad. Oh, yes. Now I've seen that one. There was a picture of him, or at least in a similar artist style. And it read something along the lines of some other... Like, hold up. I'm trying to think. Yeah. 
So back to their show. We took a little back break, but now we're back. Yeah. But the picture I was talking about, it was of, I think, Gromit or someone. And it was him, like, with his mouth. Like, it looked like his skin was just torn off completely. And it read with these disturbing words. Hell is full. Now, when you think of hell, you think of a place where pe- bad people go, right? You know, like demons, stuff like that. But have you ever thought what happens when it's full? No. Where do they go? Back here. Ooh. So maybe the show is... Maybe there was a... Maybe there was a demon that wrote it to traumatize kids. Maybe he was traumatizing. He's taking it out. Nobody knows. This show is obscure. It's weird. It's terrifying. And it's downright mysterious. Yes, I agree. And that's what conspiracy theories are all about. Trying to find and theorize. But another question, Dad, is what do you think of the show? About Candle Cove. Very creepy very very creepy especially to have that image burnt and back of your brain as you're trying to sleep as a child and you see a porcelain doll just smiling can you imagine if he's smiling in a closet and he's peek his head out and he just stares at you with those glowing eyes whereas the moon creeps into your bedroom and the only light you see is just the moonlight and he peeks out and he just stares at you with his big old eyes wide open with no lids on and just smiles and goes <laughs> and goes back into the closet. Now imagine that. How creepy that will be. Now, if you were to go back to the closet, that's a big mistake. Because, you know, there's something that I like to call the Second Amendment. He's not getting out of that closet alive. He's not getting out of the closet alive. It was about pirates, I think. There was an old porcelain. Go ahead. He's not getting out of that closet alive. You may, you had one chance to get me, Okay, dude. son, you say this. You say that. But you know how scared you would have to be to get up and move? You would freeze. You'd probably piss your pants. I mean, can you imagine? You're, you're just frozen in fear. Now, not a lot of people will get up and just start running or... Or trying to go the first thing a kid's gonna think about, let me go get a gun. No, you're like six, seven years old. Oh, you're not I thinking this would of a gun. Like me now. No. Me now, oh hell no. I mean I'm running on running the ones. But me as a kid, yeah, I'd be mortified and probably cry in my room. I'll be in so much fear, I won't even know what to do. Yeah, but me now, he goes back into that closet. Oh, buddy, you made the biggest mistake of your life. I'm running in there and I'm Son, you think the- you're as an adult right now, if I would see that, I think I would get scared myself. Well, yeah, Dad, that's the thing. You have to have that mentality. You have to just run. I mean, Dad, think about it. It's a doll. It's like Chucky, Dad. Chucky ain't that bad. I mean, sure, he's never going to truly die. But, Dad, he's a freaking doll. All you got to do is pick up Chucky and beat him across the room. Maybe burn him with a match or something. Put some gasoline shoot him. Like, there's so many ways you can get rid of Chucky. It's not like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I mean, if Chucky was around, you just kick him, make him fly, take kick a football. Him. He's gonna be the killer. Nah, you're gonna you're gonna make that man suffer. He does not know what I wanted. Did me as a kid, me as a kid. If I grabbed him, oh, he's done. He's done. Really, son. He's done. Really. Man. 
Hmm. Dad, you remember what I did to that chihuahua I had when I was little? Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but with Chucky. Hmm. I'm a kid. I'm not going to be thinking he's a murderer. If he even tries to... T- now, if he were to go at me directly with the doll, that'd be scary. But if he were to just stand still and try to get me... Oh, no, he's done for. He's going he's gonna to get tossed around like government. Well, if anybody's interested to see any of these shows, you know, on Amazon, they do have a show called Channel Zero. Mm-hmm. There's six episodes of Candle Cove if you're interested in watching. But let me warn you. If you do, do not go to sleep alone by yourself. Because once you do, and you see that doll, porcelain doll, in your room, or in back of your brain as you close your eyes, there's no getting rid of it. You know, I think I have a way to get rid of that thing. Now, hear me on that. So, you watch the show, right? Mm-hmm. But before you do, now, this is, by the way, this is like if you're, this is like if you have nothing left to lose type stuff. You get, you get gasoline, alcohol, right? You pour it. You watch the show. You go to sleep, right? You're looking at your closet. You see him, right? His eyes peeking out in the darkness, you know, his teeth laughing. He thinks that he is the danger here, right? He thinks that he's the scary one. With all the strength that you can muster up, the, al- the alcohol on the floor, the gasoline, throw a match. What's he going to do? Okay, you're going to do that to your own bedroom. You're going to burn your room down. Hey, that's if you want to kill the demon, Dad. How are you going to kill a demon that's already dead? I mean, you could go with the Christian way and holy water it. I mean, you can. That would be your best option to do. I mean, it's a demon, Dad. The only way to, I think, really get rid of a demon is like salt. You could have salt in your closet and won't be able to go in your closet. Because I'm not sure you noticed, but demons hate salt. Mm-hmm. They hate it. Here's an episode of it. New and existing customers can choose the phone they want. Like the incredible iPhone 14. On us. Not to brag, but I'm on Ads. Yeah. Ads. Now, and I got to choose Five seconds. Three, two, one. Go. Laughing stock. That's one whale of a storm. We better run and hide. It'll be your hide if you turn tail, Percy. Be brave. Brave the waves. <laughs> oh, look, it's Bravery Cave. You have to go inside. <laughs> I'm not brave. Oh, yes, you are. You just don't know it yet. You have to go inside. I'm scared, laughing stock. There's something in there. <laughs> there sure is, pirate Percy. <laughs> don't you want some treasure? Uh, sure. Well, then, you have to go inside. Oh, look ahead. It's Bravery Cave. Come inside, Percy. 
there's a new friend in there and he wants to play a game. <laughs> I don't know how to play. Oh, he'll show you exactly what to do. Come on. I'll hold your hand. Percy. Come in. Percy. Noah. Come okay, first of all, I'm not going inside that damn room. I will call the 911 on you. You freaking creep. Percy, I have some new friends to play with. And Let me remind you, this is a child's show back in 71. 70. Come inside, Percy. There's a new friend in there and he wants to play a game. I don't know how to play. Oh, he'll show you exactly what to do. Come on. Go on. So, this is the theme to it. Ready? Mm -hmm. This is the theme. Now that's the beginning of the song. This right here, something unexpected happens. Do you hear it? Mm-hmm. That right there is theorized to be the screams of a damned crawling straight out of hell to try getting out of the screen. Screaming at you, wanting to break free. But they can't because they're locked behind that childhood television. So if any of our listeners out there wants us to talk about another topic, put it in our comments, let us know, and we'll be sure to do our research on it and do our best to talk about it. This will conclude our story for today about Candle Cove. Now, my last words to everybody out there. Have an open mind. Question everything. Keep that third eye open. And for my quote of the day or quote of the podcast, don't let your kids watch TV anymore. It's not like the 70s or the 80s or the 90s or the 2000s to where you can watch freaking Edit and Eddie. No, no. They're going to find a way to put freaking general warfare inside of the television kid. So for the sake of it, let your, just, let your kids watch Mickey Mouse. Anyways, that'll be all. And one final thing, if you ever hear your child laughing, screaming and yelling at a show and you ask your kid what's wrong, but he's not watching nothing but static and he says, Pirate Percy, Pirate Percy, he's going to go inside the cave. Turn the TV off for your child's safety and yours.
And thank you for listening to Ben and Noah's Conspiracy, Conspiracy Theories. Theories. Bye. Later.